like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way, too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. Jacksonville Jaguars owner Shad Khan said he will not make a hasty decision, nor will he be swayed by emotion when it comes to Coach Urban Meyer. He's gone. He's fired a number of coaches along the way since he became the owner. So right now, I'm saying on record, Urban Meyer will be fired Mm. at the end of the year. GJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Hola, amigos. It is hour numero dos. Coming up this hour, Mike Neighbors over in Tampa will join us. Obviously, he covered the Bucks for many, many years, and he also has covered the Saints for many, many years. CST now year review, part of the Saints coverage, and always interviewed Drew Brees after every single game since he's been here and just recently released a book on Drew Brees. So I thought it'd be interesting to compare and contrast both quarterbacks and really how the towns reacted to him. I, I know Tampa only had Tom two years, but obviously big impact. He showed up and won a Super Bowl. Jordan, two questions of the day. One deals with Tom. One deals with your New Orleans Saints. Go once again. The poll question, with Tom Brady officially retiring, do you root for or against Tommy? Um, right now, Leading the way is not a fan, but respect with yeah. 46%. The other questions are rooted for, absolutely against, or I'm TB12 for life, baby. Uh, <laughs> the other question of the day is wait, thanks. Wait, 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 which one, which one are you? Are you TB, TB12 for life? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan, but I, I definitely respect what he All right, did. Well, let me ask day. you this because I thought I said at the beginning of the show that that would get the most responses. And that's, yes. and my wife, like I've told you this several times already, and I've said it on the air. I don't understand why. I hate Tom Brady. Why? What did he do to you? Like he he doesn't play the Saints. He hasn't kept the Saints at the Super Bowl. You didn't keep the Saints from winning a championship. Like you should have more hatred to Sean McVay, who she thinks is hot, and got all excited about him when 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 Corey's like, "Hey, have you seen the Rams head coach?" I'm like, "So let me get this straight." You're all about Sean McVay, who literally kept the Saints from a Super Bowl shot. You're cool with him because he's hot. Tom Brady, you don't like him because you think he's smug and he wins Super Bowls and had nothing to, to do with the Saints other than beat them last year. It's crazy. No, I just, I mean, you kind of said that Tom Brady didn't have a, uh, didn't keep the Saints. The, the final year of Drew Brees, he did keep the Saints from, yeah. from winning the Super Bowl. That was probably the only time. Yeah, well, 
Saints not scoring touchdowns in that first quarter when yeah, they yeah. had the game kept it from going to the Super Bowl uh, in, in that instance there as well. Because remember, the Saints did win the division last year. So, yeah. Um, all right, what's the other question of the day? Yeah, you were talking about it with the two callers um, last hour, at the end of last hour. Saints fans, what three questions are you asking each coach candidate during the interview process? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a few responses over on Twitter. Um, those are from JJ's burner account. One, how do you feel about the city? And to go along with that, and how would you describe it? What are your areas for offensive and defensive schemes or your ideas? And then three, what is your favorite moment between you and one of your players? Um, I don't know how to say this other Twitter handle. It's just CKSJSN. Um, one, is king cake acceptable before January 6th? Two, is potato salad and gumbo acceptable? Three, what? is cheese on an oyster or shrimp po' boy acceptable? What are you talking about? Hey, you got to see if the person is fully full in on New Orleans. So so these are the legit questions we're asking a, uh, a, a head coaching candidate. I guess so. All about food. <laughs> All right. What, what is <laughs> what is your um, – for first off, think, who put potato salad in gumbo? You, you don't put potato salad in gumbo? Oh, my gosh, no. It's gumbo. It's soup. Like, why – I mean, I mean, like, oh why – I mean, you I, put I potato salad in gumbo. I don't always do it. It's just if it's there, I put it in. Really? Oh, like that. The thought actually. It's actually oh. very good. Oh, you make the potato salad good. It's good. Oh, it's like my wife grabbing a dollop of mayonnaise and puts it in beans and stuff. Like, what are you no. doing? What are you doing? See, here's my here's my thing. It's it's why you and I have had this discussion when it comes to um <clears throat> dark beverages, right? You know, like you know, please, you're like, give me the seven. No, 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 no. The good stuff. You want to taste the craftsmanship, the the soaking in the oak barrels. Like, don't grab a whole thing of Mountain Dew and then just completely kill the the taste. Too. Why? Why would you put potato salad in gumbo? You mix the flavors; they they, they come together and they create this okay. awesome arrangement. So put it in your plate and then like eat it afterwards. But putting it in nah. the gumbo. Mm. I mean, you're saying, okay, so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you were making gumbo, would you dice potatoes, put mayo and mustard in there, and then pickles and all that stuff in there? Well, let me ask you a question. Yeah. If you're eating a burger, why are you going to put bacon on a burger? Here we go. Because that enhances the taste and it goes with it. Okay. That, to your point, that's what potato salad does for some people. That's awful. Are you really telling me potato salad and gumbo? Is essentially the same as throwing a couple of strips of some smoked applewood bacon on a yes. burger with melted cheese. Yes. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, what what are your three questions? Mickey Loomis just sat down. There's Mr. Flores, Dennis Allen. There's um, uh, you know, Doug Peterson. Now, is it specific? Is it specific to the coach, or do you have? I see. To me, the first three questions should be applicable no, to specific. anybody. That's what I was going to say. Number one, all right, nice man. I'm glad you're here. Can I get you anything? The the server just took the drink orders. What is question number one? All right, I think it's a lot of people's question. Vision at quarterback. What are you doing at the quarterback position? That's probably the most obvious one. I think we all three coaches could have a separate idea of what the vision at quarterback is. Is he going to be more mobile, throwing the run like Joe Burrow and 
and uh, Patrick Mahomes is. I'm sure everybody in the league wants a guy like Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes, but you're going to have to deal with what you're given. So the first question I'm asking is, what is your vision at quarterback? Do you want to go out and get a guy that's already in the league? Do you want to stay in house with the guys that you already have? Or are we draft, are we, are we looking at the draft to see for our quarterback of the future? So that's question number one. Simply put it, vision at quarterback and let the potential coach answer it and gauge what their opinion is. By the way, Mr. Finn up himself, Roy just texts me that, um, you're having a special moment. You might as well just put some fried fish on barbecue. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like, it's two completely different things. Bacon, pickles, ma- that's enhancing the bacon. I mean, the, the mm-hmm. burger, like you, that's what, those are toppings that you would put in a burger. You are putting a completely different dish inside of another dish. Mm-mm. Yeah, absolutely. No. I'm out. I'm out. Anybody else put potato salad and gumbo? I need to know. Other than I'll, Jordan I'll put over it, here. I'll put it, I'll put it, put it out there. Put it out there. Who puts potato salad in gumbo? Please put that out That's there. Fine. Now, I'm not making funny. I just, I don't understand it. But then again, you don't like bacon on a burger, which I can't understand. Can't mm-hmm. understand. Anyway. Um, all right. So I agree with you, vision at quarterback, because as Ed Daniels said, you know, you, you have to, you kind of have to know that. Um, I think. You can win with some quarterbacks you have. I think you could probably even win a division, to be honest with with, with Jameis and Taysom. A combination. I I do. Can you, as I said, compete with the arms that are in the AFC? And and here's the thing. When you look back at Burrow and you look at the wins this year, Jordan, you look at, at some of the other guys or, or, or games that he's he sort of played in. Like that KC game, it was toe-to-toe, right? Made, you, you have to have a guy that can make a play, man. One way, shape, or form. Have to. One way, shape, or form. Um, You, you saw Josh Allen and, and Mahomes just go toe-to-toe with their legs and also with their arms and making plays and reads. But if I had to say one of the things that makes Joe Joe and why the Bengals in the Super Bowl accuracy... Right, being able to place the ball in different places. Um, and also, Jordan, the ability to pre, pre-snap read. I, I think, to me, if I'm at the senior bowl looking at, you know, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, and, and Malik Willis, and Carson Strong, who's the guy that I'm seeing on the field that kind of knows that on, on tape? You know, pre-snap understands that, has that calmness about them and all those things. Because, again, especially if, you know, I say I keep P. Carmichael or Doug Peterson. These are guys that kind of build offenses a certain way. That's what I think is important for me. Cajun Goat, thanks for calling the show, sir. What do you got? I eat my potato salad and my gumbo, guys. Thank you. You eat potato salad and gumbo. Thank this you, this is go. a revelation to me. I was a kid, man. My, my parents were really? Asian people, and we used to put potato salad and gumbo. You don't do it like you don't make it in the gumbo, but you have potato salad on the side. And it's some people's preference, some people not. You can go to a restaurant and get it that way, too. Um, with wow. the potato. They'll ask I, you if you want potato salad in your gumbo. I, I, but I'm I mean, completely you know, shocked. Go it's ahead. A preference. Yeah, no, all right. I, I Like I said, I'm not picking on anybody. It's delicious, I'm just, too, man. I, really? All right. I... It is delicious, my man. All right, give me your question. Uh, anyway, the first thing I want to know about my coach, uh, 
if I want to keep the same, uh, the, the system that I got going on, uh, I'm going to tell him before he comes to his interview to take a look at the roster and the people on the roster because I want to ask him uh, in details what does he think some of these players need to do to get better and where on this roster can we get better. And uh, I want to know that the attention to detail because that was the thing about Sean. Sean was attention to detail. That's what made him such a great coach. I want a guy that does his homework. I want a guy that knows what's going on. So I think those are the types of questions I'm going to ask. I want to ask about the roster. Where would you make changes in the roster? Where do you see where the roster can improve? And um, and his philosophy on, on how does he feels like he can make a winning team. How can he make the team better? Um, those are the things I think uh, you need to start asking for a coach. You need a coach that's a, attention to detail. Know every little thing that's going on with the with the uh, roster. That makes sense, especially when you look at what what worked for Sean Payton, and, and what worked for Sean Payton was 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 understanding that. And I and I do think continuity within this organization, there, just from knowing them for years, I, I I think that's important to them. I mean, you heard Sean talk about the communication, the relationships. Uh, I think somebody that. And again, I, I don't know. Maybe that's one of the things you asked Brian Flores. Like, what, what legitimately happened in Miami? But when you just look at the reports and stuff, you know, I have to wonder, look, okay, look, if we pick a player in the draft and, and, and you're against it, can you still coach them? Because again, I'm just going by the reports that he was against Tua and just didn't want to, didn't want to deal with it. And, and it, it literally led to him being fired. I mean, I, that's a big thing that, because doesn't doesn't that doesn't that make this job way better? Because you know Sean Payton, if he asks for it, he got it. He yeah. even told you that. Yeah. I so agree. I mean, yeah. If I'm coaching a team and I know what my philosophy is and I know what I want, yeah, I want a guy to speak up. I don't want a guy to say, okay, yeah, that's great. Let's let's see what we could do with that. If I already know I can't do nothing with it, why would you get it for me? Kind of stupid on the Miami organization, if you ask me. I mean, wouldn't you want what your coach needs? I mean, and that's the kind of organization you're dealing with when you're dealing with the Saints. They're not going to step on your toes if you feel like, now, if you're not successful doing it, you're probably going to see the door really quick. But, I mean, if, if they think you're going to be successful, they're going to get you what you need. Yeah. Now, I'm not the same way about the Pelicans. Uh, you know, we need a shoot. We need somebody that can shoot, period. Uh, I think the guys are playing hard. I think they're... But, you know, when you don't have a Brandon Ingram in there that can shoot the ball or anybody that, you know, and you that you only have two guys that are going to be able to shoot the ball, that's kind of a little crazy to me. So okay. we need to go out and get a guard. We need somebody that can shoot, man. Uh, I know people are like, oh, wow, you want to get rid of Josh Hart or why you want to, you know, these guys. Is a, the, right. You're losing. You're losing. No, I, you're not I winning. You don't have a winning record. <laughs> you keep a guy if you have a winning record, you can hustle. But if you ain't winning, you hustling to lose? Come on, man. Everybody's on the table, you know, other than your, your main players, your main guys that you know is going to do something. Devontae Graham, he's been a disappointment. Yes, he's won a few games, Gus, but, boy, he misses more than he makes. You know, you need guys that's going to be a consistent shooter. If I'm standing out there and I'm wide open, Gus, a guy's wide open, he's got to be able to make that. There's guys on other teams that come play us that we never heard of before. If you give them an open three, you can bank it's going in. You can put, nice. you can put the, you can nice. put your, your whole paycheck on it. No, I hear you. Cajun Go, thank you so much, man. I want to get to Mike Neighbors and my All next right. guest and also Dabber who's waiting. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Believe me, I, 
I think that's kind of what, what Jake Madison was saying there as well. You know, the, these star players can get there. Uh, what have you as well. Dabber, can you, can, can you give me what you want to give me in 60 to 90 and I can take a break for Mike? Take it as quick as I can. Sure. First of all, I've followed you around since you started Sports Hangover. I love you. Man, we, we've got a split here. If you don't put potato salad in your gumbo, can't believe it. <laughs> Wait, what do you say? I, I, you say he no, puts it in his gumbo? No, D- Dabber, go ahead. Tell that to Jordan again. Do you put potato salad in your gumbo, yes or no? Yes. I'm on Jordan's side. My wife taught me that. My father-in-law from Garyville taught me how to make gumbo. You got to wow. put the potato salad in it. No kidding. I, all right, Jordan, you're up three three nil. Well, no, <laughs> you're not up on Twitter. Three nil. Not on Twitter. Well, all right, but but you have three callers. I I I don't do it. Dalbert's done it. Um, and real quick, done I would it. ask the new coach how are you okay. going to relate to the players and make them a family. All right, I like it. How are you going to relate to the players and make them a family? So environment and, and being able to continue. A solid culture is something that you think is right. very key. Thank you, Dalbert. Appreciate very the important. phone call, man. All right, so there you go. So far, Jordan, you are winning. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with Mike Neighbors. Keep the phone calls coming. After that, our next guest into 215. Sports. Hey, Louisiana. Sports betting is officially here, and there's no better place to get in on the action than on FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Treasure Chest Casino. Right now, new customers can place their first bet risk-free, and if you don't win, you'll get up to $1,000 back in site credit when you use the promo code KLRZ. That's why now is the perfect time to give FanDuel a shot. The timing is perfect. The Super Bowl is almost here. The NBA regular season is in high gear. There's so much to bet on in the state of Louisiana. FAP is simple and easy to use with generous promotions every day. It's safe and secure with best in-class customer service. And when you win, FanDuel will pay your winnings in as little as two hours. So see for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up for FanDuel Sportsbook with promo code KLRZ to get started with a risk-free first bet of up to $1,000. That's promo code KLRZ. Must be 21 and over in President in Louisiana. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516, or or online at reedsmetals.com. Your life is mobile. So is your bank. As a state bank and trust company account holder, you can check your balances, view transactions, transfer funds, and pay bills anywhere or anytime with state bank and trust companies' online banking or mobility app. Call or stop by any state bank and trust location for all the details. State bank and trust company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. He's back. He's like the thing that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting pop tarts. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengal. Wow, I'm horrified. Apparently, my wife, Mr. Mike Neighbors. Uh, puts potato salad in her gumbo as well. That has somehow become a relevant topic on the show today. I didn't know she did that. I, I think now I think about it, maybe I, 
like kind of look away when she does that. Have you ever put potato salad in your gumbo, Mike, when you come in town? I'm not a big potato salad guy, I'll be honest with you. But to answer your question, no, I would not do that. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It's gumbo. Why, why would I put potato salad <laughs> I got your gumbo? text, by the way. I'll send you the restaurant recommendation. Awesome. So, Thank you, that. man. Heading yeah. over there uh, to Tampa this weekend. Is it going to be a, a, a city in, you know, in mourning? <laughs> or what is it a city? Or is it a city sort of like, you know what? Thanks for the memories. You brought us a Super Bowl. I think it's a little bit of both. Okay. I've never seen... A media contingent. I know some local media guys here. It's almost like uh, it's just bad. I mean, it's sad because the Bucks were so bad for so long. You get a little glimpse of it. You want to keep it, and now it just goes away. It's almost like candy with the baby. Like here you go, and now it's going away. Yeah, it's I, I, it's just it's crazy the mood here. And Gasparilla is the big you know parade here, like the Mardi Gras of Tampa, and the news of Brady retiring broke right before the parade hit downtown Tampa. So. It's just been a tough couple of days for the the Bucks family here. Um, I think the thing that's interesting to me when I look at it, and you have a very interesting perspective, right? Because he just released a book uh, recently on Drew Brees, and you got a chance to interview him every game after the game, and he is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame, and you have the goat that you got to see in Tampa in his, you know, two seasons here. Were, were the compare? What was, I guess, comparisons that that both shared, like similarities? What stood out to you that maybe both guys have? Well, I think the thing that stands out the most is longevity. I mean, the fact that both played as long as they did, and I think the difference is Brady could have kept playing, and he had such a great season his last season. He's really going out on a high, and you know, you wonder, you never know this for sure. But I, I still think Brady wanted to play. You get that feeling. But obviously his family's growing. And just like Drew Brees, I mean, they have kids about the same age. You know, when you want to spend time with your kids, you have kids, I have kids. You know, a lot of your listeners have kids that get it. But I think besides longevity, you know, the fact that these guys, um, to me, um, played at this high level for a long time. I mean, sometimes you can play a long time, but you don't play at the same level for, you know, you, you don't go out that way. But I think Brees and Brady – I mean, you know, we saw it at the end of their careers when they're going back and forth and they're playing each other within the division. You knew it was special, and you weren't sure if you would see quarterbacks of that magnitude at that age play at that level and play twice a year. I mean, we may never see anything like that. We might not. You know, one of the other things I think as well is their competitiveness, right? I mean, you always, you've seen some of these, the recent you know, 30 for 30s and things that, that Tom sort of had, you got a chance to sort of see it not only at practice, but in everything that Drew Brees sort of did. When you look at these two guys, other quarterbacks or athletes that have been considered great, that's got to be something too, right? That they all share that similar quality where it doesn't matter whether, as we saw with the Jordan thing, you're, you're flipping coins or, you know, you're, who's the first yeah. to, to get water? These guys compete in everything. Well, and on top of that, they weren't first-round draft picks. They weren't blue chippers out of high school. And that's why the competitive juices flowed for so many years, because they were discounted for a, a large part of their football lives until they made it to the NFL, until they succeeded at the NFL. I'll, I'll always say this about you know Drew compared to Tom, though, and I've always defended Tom because I thought you know for, for so many years and even now you have so many people who don't like Tom Brady just because he wins and just because he has the you know, model wife and all this stuff. But 
The one difference I always saw with Breeze and Brady is, frankly, how they handled the loss in a big game. And Tom Brady, to me, always didn't handle it well. I mean, he would walk off the field and not shake the other quarterback's hands. He was awfully short with the media. We even saw that this year with Tom Brady. And I wrote in my book, The Breeze Way, one of the things I really took away from interviewing Drew after every game for 14 of his 15 seasons in New Orleans, Drew was often better, Gus, after a loss than a win. I mean, you saw that, and Sean Payton was like that, too, because they set the tone for the football team, you know, the no-call game. I'll never forget how great Drew was with me, or the Minnesota Miracle, and frankly, the record-breaking nights, maybe he wasn't as good because you know how Breeze is. He throws two incomplete passes. He beats himself up over Why wasn't I 33 of 33 that night? Tom Brady would handle losses differently. I didn't think he handled them nearly as well as Drew. That's a major difference. But I think, yeah, the fact that both of these guys kind of came up the same way. I mean, Brady drafted so late, and Breeze not a first-round guy. Neither one of them were really courted out of high school as Mm -hmm. the next great thing. I think that really served them well later on in their careers. I think one of the things that you look at as well, speak with Mike Neighbors, who's lives in Tampa and covered, of course, the Saints here throughout Drew Brees' career, is their relationships that they sort of have with their teams. They kind of wanted their same, right? Like you, you think of Belichick and Brady and obviously Brees and Peyton. And, and when you look at the Arians, I guess, two seasons, what was interesting was Bruce was public. And when Tom played well, when Tom didn't play well, do you recall any times when when Sean ever said Drew needed to make some better plays? I can't really yeah, think of yeah. too many, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just two different personalities. And sure. there was a lot of speculation last year that Arians and Brady weren't getting along. And, and maybe that was true at some points. But, you know, it was – I think Brady welcomed a coach like Bruce Arians, though. They were, you know, let him be himself. You know, Tom Brady, you could tell the last two years of his career, whether it was on social media or his endorsements or the way he was publicly was different than the way he was in New England. And, you know, Sean Payton is not maybe as brash or as open as Bruce Arians, but he and he and Breeze obviously had a different kind of relationship, a special one for so many years. So, yeah, it's an interesting comparison. It'll be interesting to me what the Bucks do now moving forward because mm-hmm. they go from, you know, trying to defend – a world championship to man, they may lose <laughs> a big chunk of that football team. I'm not sure Gronk's coming back or Leonard Fournette or maybe even Chris Godwin. And they already lost Antonio Brown because he's Antonio Brown, but that defense is getting older too. So all of a sudden Sean Payton leaves the saints. I don't want to get too off topic here, my friend, but this NFC South is not what it used to be. Even, you know, last season, surely not what it was a couple of years ago. I think the other thing that's interesting too, when you look at it to your point, I, I, I'm asking Saints fans the questions today. What are your top three questions? If, if Mickey Loomis brings along the interview for those prospective coaching candidates and other than Doug Peterson, is he the only that I can think of report wise, quote unquote, offensive minded, right? I mean, Aaron Glenn's a defensive coordinator came out of the secondary for the Saints. Dennis Allen's a defensive coordinator. Brian Flores is a defensive guy. Their, their problem in Miami was, was offense. These are special teams coach. Darren Rizzi supposedly going to interview this week, but these are all defensive or non-offensive minded people kind of lends me to believe that they know that that's the strength of the team, which is so different. I mean, right. I mean, as we look post Sean, now the Sean Payton era was offense. And can we get enough defense? It looks like it's going to start post Payton era. Defense is going to be the calling card. 
Well, I can't blame the Saints for that because, let's face it, as much attention as Sean Payton and Drew Brees get, and just deservingly so, the defense was the strength of this football team just to kind of reset things with that great 2017 draft. I will throw one guy in there, though. How about if the, if the Saints just surprise us all and hire Byron Leftwich, which would make it even tougher in Tampa. Now they lose Tom Brady. They lose an up-and-coming offensive mind to the New Orleans Saints. So I don't see that happening. I think not only from a defensive perspective – but from a continuity, continuity perspective, Dennis Allen makes the most sense. I do think Aaron Glenn will be a great coach one day. I mean, he seems to have it all. Uh, you know, and he named some other great candidates as well. But yeah, Byron Leftwich would be interesting. He would be the only one that I've heard that really is on the offensive side of the football, and that would make what's been a rough stretch for Bucks fans potentially even worse. Okay. Um, what's the, the one thing that you think other than bringing – I guess this is a silly question. A Super Bowl, the Tampa. I mean, like, they, I guess what I'm getting at is this, right? New Orleans is going to be synonymous with, with Drew. It, how, how is Tampa and the Tom Brady thing? Is it like a, just a stop along the line? Like, will will Bucks fans forever be like, "Hey, Tom's our guy," or or is it more of the Bucks winning the title? You get what I'm getting at? Because like, New England, that's their guy, right? Yeah, I mean. It, to me, when you you look at his <laughs> unbelievable career, nine tenths of it are with the New England Patriots. But you know, you wonder. I mean, is Tom Brady going to be in the Ring of Honor for the Bucks one day? Uh, mm. I could see that. I mean, okay. that's kind of an interesting look. But you know, I, I really think Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. I, I look at it. This is such a rarity in the NFL, and I see it with the Rams. The Bucks were a store bought football team. You know, they weren't groomed like the Saints were, where you bring in Drew Brees and Sean Payton and the two of them work together, and then the unbelievable 06 team in New Orleans, they bring in, you know, all these different parts, and they gel and they work together for years and win that Super Bowl. That's kind of how it is. I mean, that's what makes the NFL unique, Gus, is the Cincinnati Bengals can go where they were a couple years ago to a Super Bowl. You would rarely have a store-bought team like the Bucks who bring in a Brady, and then he brings in all the other players. Now, the Bucks, you know, it worked for them. And you wonder if the Rams, who are another store-bought team, if it's going to work for them. Obviously, Stafford has paid off, but Jared Goff made a Super Bowl, too. I think it'll only work there if they win it all. But my point in all of this is it's rare to have that store-bought team in the NFL because unlike the NBA, where you have these super teams, they last longer. Major League Baseball, they don't have a salary cap. To me, that's why the NFL is king, because even if you have that store-bought team, like the Bucks or the Rams, it's only going to have a small window. It's only going to be for a couple of years. Even if Tom Brady would have stayed, they would have lost some players because they can't keep them all. And I think that's why the NFL's blueprint for parity and for eventual success is the best, and that's why the people love this league the most. Mike Neighbors, as always, man, I appreciate the time, and I can folks go get that book with Drew Brees from you, bud. Yeah, it's on Amazon, The Breeze Way, a behind-the-scenes look at Drew Brees, my nearly 300 one-on-one interviews with him. If you want a signed copy, go to my website, Mike Neighbors, N-A-B as in boy, O-R-S. Um, I have my PayPal, my Venmo. I'd love to send you a signed copy. So always good to talk to you, my friend. Always a pleasure, man. Thank you for the time today on short notice, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. See you. Yep, for sure. Mr. Mike Neighbors. Jordan, do I do, can I claim him saying, no, I wouldn't put that in. He's never done it. I can't believe my wife doesn't. Do Jordan, you're up. I'm gonna claim my four-one. You're up, though. People have put potato salad and gumbo. Buddy, tell me during the break. Do you put potato salad and gumbo? 
He does. Oh my gosh, five to one. <laughs> I, I promise I'm a new Orlean. Apparently, I did not know this. No, really. Okay, he says people in the Bayou do that. I did not know that. I am. I'm honestly shocked right now. I see the lines ringing again. Hey, talk to me about the Pels. Talk to me about what you would ask. A coaching candidate, if you were Mickey Loomis, and tell me, do you put potato salad in gumbo? Apparently, I, I'm a rare individual. I don't. It's the Sports Hangover in ESPN New Orleans. Nothing to say, nothing to see, nothing to do. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation departments. We are proud to be your trusted resource in keeping our community safe. Visit TGHealthSystem.com. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. If you're a small business owner, listen up. High Insurance wants to give you one of those aha moments. The kind that could save you money. Workers' comp is probably one of the biggest costs you face. But did you know that insurance providers have flexibility in setting their prices? That's right. But many don't bother giving small businesses the savings you deserve. Instead, you can get lumped in with other businesses and overcharged. Pi Insurance was created to change that. With Pi, you get a quote tailored specifically to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. And with helpful representatives just a call away, it's easy to understand why Pi is rated excellent by customers on Trustpilot. Take three minutes to see how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or go to saveonpi.com. That's saveonpie.com. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hi, welcome back. Sports Hangover, 800-998-1003. Pelicans taking on the Pistons tonight as they will look to snap a four-game losing streak. Lose to the Cavs. Last night, 93 to 90. Fourth straight loss. B.I. missing his fifth straight game. We're talking about the Pels there. We had Jake Madison talk a little bit earlier about the possibilities of C.J. McCollum. He said it would fit. It would absolutely kind of do what the Pels need right now. Somebody can kind of create the score on his own. We need some better three-point shooting, things of that nature. And um he's not like me. I, I said yesterday, 100%, I think we see Zion in February. He's like, eh, we'll see. We'll see. Uptown Ruler, thank you for giving us a call here, sir. There it is. There it is. What's up, my man? Hey, How are man, you? what's up? What you got? Hey, I'm glad Brady retired. He should have been retired a long time ago <laughs> when he was a Patriot. Okay. All right. I do not I do not like Tom Brady. I do not like the Patriots. I hope they get beat to a pulp this year. The, the Patriots get beat to a pulp this year. And, Brady, you did the right thing by getting out of football. Wow. 
Um, so you would you would go with in our poll today. You would go with the fact that um, you're you're not perhaps a, a fan of them, but can you respect them, or are you just you're, you're just glad he's gone, pecan? You're done. I'm glad he's a gone pecan because he should have been a gone pecan a long time ago. I don't think he should. I don't think he deserved those seven seven Super Bowl rings. Me myself. Half of them he cheated. Okay. All right. Now, let me ask you this. What's going to be an interesting question is this. Since uh, Jameis Winston is a free agent, where is he going to go? Is he going to go back to Tampa or he's going to go with the Saints? It's going to be interesting where he's going to go because I was discussing that with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. So um, it's going it to be depend- like, Well, like I said, I he has to, uh, you know, he has to um he has to choose to want to be here for starters, right? He has to choose to want to be here. And and then right. it's got to make sense um in terms of how it goes. And like I said, I think it's a very viable option. I really honestly do. But I'm saying which way he's going to go. What I'm interested he retired he he got cut from Tampa Bay. Right. So and he got hurt by Tampa Bay in the Saints game. So if I was him, I wouldn't want to have nothing to do with Tampa Bay. Oh no 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 no! I thought you meant like coming to New Orleans here. No no no. He no. I yeah, I don't no, see no, him going to Tampa. Is, this no, is what, I don't see him going to Tampa. But no, what I'm saying is, which way he's going to go? Is he going to go back to Tampa since Tampa don't have a quarterback? No no no. I I would be shocked if he goes to Tampa unless they go. Look, keep keep this in mind. Um, and I understand it was because they got a chance to to get Tom Brady, but. They were moving on from Jameis Winston, I think, even before then. I, 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 I would be shocked if he, now again, if they, they, they may throw him 150 mil, which I don't see doing, but, um, I don't know. I guess stranger things have happened, Uptown Ruler, but I, I would, I would say if both options were on the table, I would lean, I would probably say Jameis stays in New Orleans. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what, what the offers are. You, you threw something out there I wasn't really expecting. I don't know if they were going that route, but they don't have a quarterback. And to your point, well, you kind of know who he is already, you know, to do that. And that's interesting. Would Tampa call Jameis Winston? And here's another question. Okay. Who's going to be the Saints coach? Would it be Dennis? Uh, um, we have Dennis Allen. Dennis, Brian Flores is, is interviewed. Allen. Doug Peterson is interviewed. Aaron Glenn is interviewing tomorrow. Darren Rizzi is going to interview at some point this week, the special teams coach for the team. So those right now seem to be your finals. And one more thing I want to say. Uh, What kind of uh, offense will they change? Will the Saints change their offense? If they get a quarterback, will they have more valuable receivers who want one that want the ones that want to hold on to the ball? Because you know you're going to get hit anyway. So it's going to be interesting to find out. And will they keep the defensive intact that they have? Mm-hmm. And will they will they left Tyrone? Uh, what you call him? Go. What's his right. name? Tyrone. Well, like like the, I said, uh, um, the tackle. What, what tackle? What are you talking? Tyrone Armstead? Yeah. No, I mean that, that's a that's yeah, a that's what I'm talking about. Decision there as well. Um, we'll see who they pick. We'll see who they pick up Tyrone. Well. And we'll see if they can draft a quarterback. If they draft a quarterback, well, you know Jameis Winston is gone. Okay, if they don't draft a quarterback, then you know Jameis Winston is here. 
And if they, they got it, they got to well, beef you, up gonna, that gonna, offensive you, line. Well, Uptown Ruler, the draft is in April, free agency is in March. So you'll probably know before that. I know, but what I'm saying is they got to draft a offensive tackle if they're going to let Tyrone Armstead go. And, and, and please get rid of, uh, Weeks, whatever his name is. Who? Uh, the, uh, the, the center, they, the, the, the tackle that, I mean, the center that they couldn't play, the one who played center for them, uh, No, no, you know no, what I'm talking about. No, the, uh, actually, I the don't. Tackle, I'm, the, I'm the so stumped on that. I hear you. Right, I'm Ruler. Right, thanks, right, man. Right. I, I, I got to get to Jeff, man, before we hit the 145 break. All Thank right. you, bud. Appreciate it. All right, I'm out. All right, there I'm he out. goes. Uptown Ruler. Jeff, thanks for calling the sports hangover. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for getting my name right today. I appreciate it. <laughs> it was, it was, that's how it was spelled yesterday. It had nothing to do with me. I, I read the names that are typed by Buddy. I promise. What were, what were you, that's with John right. you, you kept calling me John. I'm like, dude, we've met in person. Like, yeah. you know who I am. Come no, on already. Dude, it said John on, on my screen. <laughs> it does say Jeff today, though. It says Jeff today. So All we're right. good. We're good. What you got? I want to tell you that my Terrebonne Parish credentials run deep. I'm not going to give you my last name, mm-hmm. but I'm related to some Bejerons. I'm related to some Bergs. <laughs> I'm related to some Thibodeaux. Okay. And somehow or another, I'm related to some Belangers. Mm. And my mother's mother... She used to make gumbo with potato salad all the time. Really? And it burns my heart to hear you NOLA people turn your nose up at it. Because let me tell you something, Gus. All you're doing, all you're doing, if you think about it, you're supplementing one starch for another. And think about how boring white rice can be. But think about your favorite potato salad. It gives you a little paya in there. You know what I'm talking about? So um, <laughs> don't turn up your nose at it. Try it sometime. No, I, just, I, I, I guess it's, it's, it's more of a... I, it's a, I, it's like a different group to me. I, I don't know. Like I'm having trouble even wrapping my head around it. Okay, because I, I mean, my, gra- my grandmother spoke Cajun French. I think it was actually her first language, man. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know there was another way to do gumbo until I got. I don't know. Really? Teenage years. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, I like the rice and the gumbo and everything. It just kind of goes together. I just, um, now, now I do like for the most time, for the most part, when I have gumbo at the house, it's normally one of the holidays or whatever. My dad makes a really good one and. Um, I'll have a plate of food and a bowl of gumbo. Does that make sense? That's what I'm saying. Now, on that plate of food, there is potato salad and there's everything else on there. So I guess you can go with the technicality of, well, do once you put it all in your mouth, it goes down the same, you know, esophagus and all that. I get that. I'm just saying, like, just, the just, try, just try it. Me just try it one time. Just, just try it one time, guys. Throwing it in the gumbo. I, I, I can't wrap my head around. I'll try it though. I will try. Yeah, try it, it. And, and don't and, and don't let anybody give you don't let anybody give you crazy eyes when you do it. Just just do it with confidence. You're like this is how I'm, I'm rolling today. Well, since apparently Jeff, I'm the only New Orleanian that's not doing it. I, I'm going to try it. I have to try it. I'm literally <laughs> I I am honestly in a big no, no, shock that I because I, I thought my wife my wife's just weird. I mean her family's like from <laughs> you know Alabama and stuff like that. So I'm like you know they do things that are unique. Like they put mayo and and things that whatever. So um I I'm okay. I, I get it, but the fact that literally, apparently, this is a this is a thing here in these in these in these neck of the woods that I I'm a, I feel like the outsider, so I gotta try it, Jeff. It's definitely a Bayou thing. I, I wouldn't say you're the only New York New Orleanian that, that that does not do it. In fact, a lot of them probably turned their nose up at it, like I said a moment ago. But 
it's definitely a Bayou thing, but you know it's 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 worth it's worth the effort to try once. You need to listen to Jordan a little more sometimes. No, well, look, I yeah, that's a scary thought, Jeff. But um, he is winning right now. It's like six to one, so it's not even close. I I can't. Yeah, I mean, I claimed Mike Neighbors, and he lives in Tampa, so I mean that's where I'm at right now in my account. I got nothing, Jeff. What would be your number do you, one do you question? Tr- do you trust? Do, do you trust somebody's opinion on gumbo that lives in Florida? Well, that's what I said. I mean, I'm not I'm not doing very well right now. Give me uh, before I let you go, and I got to hit the break, and then I'll come to uh, Jack on the phone. Um, if if Mickey Loomis asks you, Jeff, what is the number one thing I got to ask any of these coaching candidates? What is it? How can you keep? How do you keep the culture that we've built here going? Because I mean, even though we just missed the playoffs this okay. year, we won the, the Saints won the division four years in a row and was one game out of the playoffs. How? Do you, what is your number one thing to keep the momentum and what we've got? The good thing we've got going here. Sounds good to me. Thank you, Jeff. quick break we come back jack i'll come to you and apparently a very triumphant jordan kleber i will come to you uh as well we come back from the break don't go anywhere it is the sports hangover where apparently everyone but me puts potato salad in their gumbo sports hangover in history of new orleans is here at Greg LeBlanc Toyota, and we're celebrating. Check out the fresh new inventory arriving daily, plus great deals now at Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa. Check out the all-new, redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Greg LeBlanc Toyota has given top dollar for your trade. We want your trade-in. Or check the inventory online, online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These super savings won't last long. Greg's got the deals. South Hollywood Road, Homa. Shop now. Delivery trucks rush all over town and sometimes cause king-size accidents. The King Firm has trial attorneys experienced at handling crashes involving delivery trucks. They can help fight for your medical bills, lost wages, and pain and suffering. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the King. If you've been injured in a delivery truck accident, ring the King at 909-KING. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets makes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. Hey team, it's a full house. We got to pick up the pace. At Hank's Restaurant, the line goes around the block. Is this for 12? Okay, I need the truffle oil drizzle. What he needs is another line cook. Oh man, are the quail breasts still in the sous vide? Dave, can you keep an eye on that please? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Instant Match instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. 106 miles to Chicago. Got a full tank of gas. Half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark. And we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back, Jack. Thank you for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover. How are you? Hi, Gus. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, look, Gus, 
my mother's side of the family is from Gramercy. So I've been eating gumbo all my life. And I would say it's about half and half, you know, half of my uncles, you know, they, you know, I I don't like mixing my food with anything. You know, I kind of like, you know, compartments. So I, I, you know, I'll put rice in the gumbo. I'll put the, uh, I'll put the uh, potato salad in a separate bowl. And, and usually I'll add sweet pickles to the potato salad. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Anyway. I, mean, I, I, like, I eat potato salad at the same time I eat gumbo sometimes, but I have never like scooped a heaping helping of potato salad whoop, into my gumbo and then mixed it with rice. I mean, I just, the thought of that, it's actually turning my stomach. Like I, oh yeah, no, I, doesn't it like change the coloration too? I, I just, I, I can't, I'm having trouble with this. Jordan, you're smirking like the elf on the shelf and that, that grin that you know bothers me. Old triumphant. Look at you. Apparently everybody agrees with you. No, not on Twitter. 68% say no over on Twitter. <laughs> All right. So, so I got Twitter on my side. Jack, um, what, what are the questions Mickey Loomis needs to be asking these head coaching candidates? What's the first one? Well, I think they should ask him, where do you see the roster? Uh, do you think needs needs to be a complete overhaul? Uh, if not, what are the pieces do you think we need to turn it into a, a playoff team immediately? I mean, I, I would want to know how close, whatever candidate it is, how close that he thinks they are to be, being a, a perennial playoff team again. That's what I would ask. Um, but uh, Gus, uh, about the Brady thing, look, Brady deserves a parade. Uh, whatever props you want to give him. But I, I really don't understand what's been going on the last four or five days on social media. I mean, first of all, the idea that uh, that a 45-year-old quarterback is retiring, is, is that really a big story? I, I mean, there, there are people who, who act like Santa Claus is retiring. It, it's ridiculous. It, uh, pe- people going after Adam Schefter because he, he broke the story early. My God, that's, that's what his job is. And as it turns out, he was right. So, I just think this is foolishness. You're talking about the, the 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 fact that people are upset that it came out on Sunday and Tom wanted to wait to afterwards. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I mean, they seem to be upset. First of all, that you have to broke the story, and and you, you know, I mean, were people really surprised that he might retire? No, I don't think so to an extent. I mean, I I don't. I mean, it, it is Tom Brady, though. I mean, yeah. he, he I mean, kind of is the winning a Super Bowl winning quarterback in, in NFL history, Jack. I mean, it he ain't Santa Claus, but I mean, he's he's one of the bigger names but, in NFL history. Calling it a day, right? No, no, I'm saying you should. There should be whatever you want. You know, give him his parade. Whatever you want to do, that's fine. But really, people were surprised. I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I guess I, I'm clearly in a minority because that's okay. that's a big topic all over the time. <laughs> you know, all over sports and all over social media. I, I mean, I, I I thought he might retire. Okay. I, I I didn't know how long. You know how much because um, some of the other guys on the box are getting old. I mean, is Sue going to come back? Um, they're going to lose some receivers and. You know, if Tom wants to show me something, go to Detroit and win a Super Bowl. Then, then you, you, I'll, I'll stand in line with everybody else and and, uh, and throw palm fronds at him. Uh, you know, it's. I mean, it, 
You know what I mean? He's 45. How much How much long are we going to play? Right. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying that you're not that surprised at all that he's deciding to call it a career. No, and, and I just yeah. – and, and then I know you heard Greeny earlier. There's people in Boston that are furious because he didn't mention mention the city when, when in his Instagram post, which so I, I don't really me, know what that was. I, I will say this. I, I definitely do think that that departure probably wasn't as clean as a lot of people thought. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know what? I, I think I, I think it's horrible – if if he and Belichick can't share what they did together. Because early in his career, it was mostly Belichick. Later in his career, it was mostly Brady. Just be happy you got all those titles. Yeah, no, I... I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I hear you. <laughs> no, I just, you know, it's a lot of success. And, and for one guy to think that he has to... I personally... I mean... Bel- I mean, Brady's an all-time great quarterback. I think I think Belichick may be the the greatest coach in the history of not just pro football but all sports. But you know, I mean, the idea is that these guys can't share that success. That I just find a little crazy. But anyway, guys, thanks for taking my call, and and, and I'm with you. No uh, no potato salad in the gumbo. All right, Jack's with me. No potato salad in the gumbo. Debima on Twitter also agreeing with me as well. Now six to three, Jordan. By my unofficial count, six to three. Did you did you feel the need to give me the one finger salute on that, or was that towards no, Jack? That was okay. Because uh, you know, I can see you. I am. I am. You know, you're on Zoom. I can see you. Yes. No, I know. I know. Okay, Fred, what you got for us today on the Sports Hangover? Hey, Gus, we're trending. What are we trending? We are trending. Uh. Putting potato salad in gumbo is the equivalent of putting, uh, emptying a pot of crawfish on a big table and then pouring Tony Shasheries on top of the already cooked crawfish. That is there so we go. false. That there is we go. That is there we go. Thing. Thank you. That is what, what, what I'm what, saying. That is disgusting. No, well, what, the second okay. what he said is disgusting. Okay, no, but here, okay. is no, no, but here, here's, I think what, what, what he's saying is this. Okay, this is what he's saying, Jordan. We will absolutely destroy somebody online that posts a video putting like, you know, things in the gumbo that don't belong in the gumbo, right, Fred? You're with me, right? I mean, like, gumbo is made a meticulous way, a certain way to make it gumbo, if not it's chicken noodle soup with chicken and sausage. Like, there is something that makes gumbo gumbo. So if I'm putting, I'm not putting, like, filet in the gumbo. I'm not putting salt and pepper in the gumbo. I am legitimately putting something that it's its own thing into another dish. Then it's no longer gumbo. I don't know what it is. Like, it's not gumbo. I just... I'm fried. You're with me, right? Like this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, like a potato salad, whether it's eggs, onions, or mustard, and like, would you grab French's mustard or you know a dollop of blue plate, dude, and just throw it in your gumbo? Would you do that, Jordan? Y'all are making the potato salad right there. No, no. But my point is that's only the potato salad. So all of those flavors are being disintegrated and melted inside of the gumbo. That, that That's not gumbo. I don't know. It's just, I, I'm having trouble. Fred, what else you got for us, man? That's it. That's, that's, that's all there is today. 
<laughs> I love it. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate the phone call. God, God, God bless Tom Brady. He had a great career, and uh, Fred isn't welcomed anymore. I wish him, I wish Stop him the it. best from now on. But uh, I'm glad we beat him more times than not the last few years. It's funny you say that, Fred. As we let you go, sir. Uh, the only team to ever sweep division division team to sweep Tom Brady is. The New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints. So there you go. He'll take that on his way to Canton. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate it, bud. Bye. Uncle Earl, wrap up our number two for us. What do you got? Hey, Gus, h- hell no to potato salad and gumbo, man. Hell no. There we go. Is- Not just a no. Yeah. Not just a no. There hell you go, Jordan. No. I'm I'm making my way up. That it was y'all, six y'all five. Getting, no, I think I'm tied. I think I'm tied at six six. I think I'm tied. Is Jordan from Chicago or Boston or New York? I mean, where, where's he from? Hmm? But but Earl, here's the thing. My 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 understanding so far from Buddy and a couple of other people. Um, th- that's a Bayou Cajun thing. Apparently, what they do. Hell, no. I don't know where the hell he get that from. It's Look, chicken and sausage or seafood, that's the only thing you're putting in a gumbo. If you put anything else, it's not even a gumbo. I don't know what the hell it is. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I, I will have my potato salad on the side with yeah, spaghetti. Dude, that's, that's about it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, Joy, would you put would you put spaghetti? Like spaghetti, not side. noodles. Would you put like spaghetti with marinara sauce in your gumbo? Would you do that? We're talking about completely different <laughs> No, we're not. It's, yeah. Potato salad <laughs> is its <laughs> own thing. Okay, would you put coleslaw? Because potato salad is a side. Would you put coleslaw uh, in your gumbo? Uh, I mean, if you like it, go for it. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, man. This, yeah. Uh, Goose, there's no way, man. I'm with you 1,000%, man. Uh Hey, hey, dude! Potato salad and gumbo. How can you not like it? Because it's not gumbo. It's it's not gumbo. It's not gumbo. It's not gumbo. No, unlike you, Gus, you have never tried potato salad. No, because never in my life would I have thought to put that in there. No, it is very valid. I, I have chosen. To not even, I, I can't even think about that. I just don't even know what it is. Hey, Goose, hey, Goose, so have I a good week, man. Thank you, Uncle Earl. Have a good week as well. Bye, Jordan. Get the, get the class. Get the class. Say yeah, bye with my potatoes down and my gumbo, I'll get the class. <laughs> there he goes. We'll see you tomorrow, bud. Take care. There goes Jordan, the intern. Hour two in the books. Hour three next on ESPN New Orleans. She's